0: hello and welcome to the gromp news tft podcast now it is a little bit of a different episode from what we've normally been doing so first off this is a pre-recorded segment because i'm going to go through the process of this so it was me ryan at eu Harwood, me at the tom daniels we decided we were going to do a full set to rundown of all the champions all the origins all the traits and all the information we know so far That went very well, it went a bit too well. So what we've actually had to do is we've had to make two parts of the set to rundown. Both will be coming out hopefully this week. Um, Unfortunately this episode was meant to be out on Saturday, however I had some family issues and I couldn't manage to get the episode recorded. But hopefully it's a really, really good episode for you. In this episode, we're going through all the champions. So we're going to go straight in with it straight away. So let me get all the admin out of the way right now. So if you want to follow us, then don't forget to follow me at the Tom Daniels, Ryan, at EU Harwood. Also, also don't forget to follow us on Spotify. Leave us an Apple podcast review. Find us on Google Podcasts and any other podcast service. So, let's get into it. Let's talk about the hex board first now obviously we said that we were lucky last week because we were gonna record the podcast and then obviously they announced a lot of things about TFT mobile and everything we I would say we still got a little bit lucky but we we're a little bit unlucky in the sense where hex board literally got introduced the day of us publishing the podcast because we do the podcast the day before so let's have a little brief chat on hex board Do you think it's going to affect much of the game? From from what I'm seeing from streaming and from everything like that, it seems that it's it's a bit of both, really. Sometimes I see it making a big impact, but then sometimes I think it's just—is it just a case of adapting to it?
1: Well, I think if the hex board um, was a thing in set one, if it if it got applied to set one, yes. Now it's applied to set two, and a lot of the classes and origins have changed. I don't think it'll affect it that much apart from i think it will affect ranger mm. because because on your normal hex board your ranger could only hit is it two hexes in front I and believe you'd have to move so, for, yeah. you'd have to move forward for three so if you're set up on a four hex you know, on the four hex board as you normally would on the three your ranger will have to move forward one which then potentially leaves a gap for someone to for an assassin to jump behind it, for example yeah but then yeah. Also, I don't know if it buffs... I don't know if it affects assassins because your assassins jump further, so they're further away from the team. they spread out more. I don't know if that's a buff or a nerf. What do you think? Um, I think it all depends, and I think, to be fair, there's, there's a clear
0: nerf in the sense of uh, a new class, which we've got, Berserker, and we'll talk about those classes a, a little bit. I think, I think as a whole, I think the Hexboard being four is really good like four lines instead of three, because I think the, the more chances of you being able to position, I think the better chance you are of it being more of a tactical game. Obviously, you don't want it to be like six, seven rows, you know, and, and something yeah. like that. But I think, you know, we all know that when you probably pass gold at this point, um, you need to position pieces, and there are yeah. certain ways you need to position certain pieces.
1: Um, I... Go on. I, th- I think so- some items will be favored more than others as well. For example, Static Shiv is based off um, your opponent's champions being close to each other. But if you've added more hexes, there's um, your opponent's going to maybe position a bit different, which maybe means they're, they're going to have less of their champions clumped together, which are. Maybe negatively impact the use of static shift. Yeah, I
0: I think there's loads of little things which I think is uh you've we've got to get to adapt to, and if we just actually think of it as a whole, like the the idea of a brand new set and a brand new classes origins, even a board, it it's a whole new level of adaptation. It's the same game, but it's a different way you have to play it now. Um, yeah, definitely. It, it's definitely gonna be a totally different style of game. It is essentially like a brand new meta in League of Legends. You know, like you are gonna see champions which you wouldn't normally see. Say if they were in set one, or there are set one champions which you might see more of because of the meta change. Essentially,
1: yeah, I agree.
0: But let's also chat a little bit before we go into the champions. we are season the champions a little bit, uh, but. Let's talk about a little bit about the elemental hexes as well. But now you've done a little bit of a deep dive into the elemental hexes because I've been away. So can you just explain to the people what elemental hexes are and you know what each one can do?
1: Right. So elemental hexes uh, works as follows. After the first carousel, one hex on your side of the board will have some sort of animation. Uh, there are three. You no, know, there are four of the elemental hexes. There is ocean, inferno, wind and Mountain. These do not change throughout the game. These are fixed through the entire game. And each give a specific buff to a unit that you have on that hex. For example, Ocean gives that champion plus 30 starting mana. Inferno gives plus 30% attack speed. Wind gives plus 30% dodge chance. And Mountain gives plus 30 permanent HP per round for the rest of the game. And after stage 3-1, a second uh, elemental hex appears on your side of the board. I believe this is set throughout the whole game that uh, that everyone has the same hexes, the same boss in the exact same spot, just mirrored on their side. Yes, it is. And also, I think you need to. Cl- I think we need to clarify as well that
0: the effects only apply to the champion, which goes onto those hexes as well.
1: Yeah, it, it needs to start. And it doesn't matter if you go over it. You need to start in it. But the biggest part about this is that they, these buffs take up an item slot. But they're so, good enough to, aren't they? Like, from what we know. Y- yeah, they are, they are good enough to. But you can't just think, oh yeah, I'll three item stack a unit, then get another buff on top of it like this. Mm-hmm. No, so you need to differ your ways of who you want on the hexes and how you're going to itemize them. And I
0: think this as a whole as well if we actually think about this changes um hopefully anyway i think that that i'm gonna say what they hope it is and what i think it will be hope i think they hope that this will mean that people can adapt to different comps dependent on dependent on the hexes which are going to be on there and i really hope that that actually does come into fruition now obviously that would mean though that you would need to have three or four different viable comps still going into the game Um, because obviously if one comp is just outright better than the others it doesn't matter what the elemental hexes will be you'll just go that extremely meta comp however if you've got say for example what is happening at the end of set one where you've got four or five really good strong comps which you could viably win with the elemental hex could actually determine which one you should go and that adds a lot
1: more different tactical analysis into the game I agree. I think one thing they've done well with this um, with this second set they've added more elements to the game which makes it not because currently in set one when you go into a game you basically know what you're doing. Like there's not too much until later in the game there's not too much thinking you have to do in the early game it's a little bit more autopilotish. but now they've added they've added elements of hexes, they've added they've changed the hex board, they've Added more things that you need to think about for when you even just starting your comp.
0: And I think, though, to be fair, like there will be eventual time where we just get used to even set two. And then we'll probably get back to set one, and we're like, okay, right, now we have to think about it this way. And you know, if a set three comes out or whatever, I think the fact that there's this gradual kind of continuation of having to change your style of play is really good and really effective throughout the game. Yeah. So we've held it off for a little bit but let's go into the champions now what we're actually going to do is we're going to normally going we're going to go from tier to from one to five however we are going to talk about one special unit first let's talk about looks ryan so before we talk we're not going to talk about the origins and the classes we're going to talk about clearly uh, just just the champions as of right now and then when we talk about the origins and classes we will go a little bit more into that, however, we do need to mention the fact that looks can be multiple other classes. I believe it, it yeah, is classes, but, uh, not origins. Uh, I, we, um,
1: yeah, it's no, no, it's multiple. Um, it is already ori- no classes or origins, it's origins. Okay, can be multiple other origins. Yeah, so, so she, her, her class is an avatar. Her origin is this. This needs we need to be very specific with this. As of pro games guides, there are ten copies of looks in each game, and they each have an element. It's mad. It's mad. So so it's not like you can choose what looks becomes. You get dealt what looks
0: is. So there could be a game where you're trying to build, say, we're just gonna throw one out, an ocean. Uh, but that Ocean Lux may never come. You may get an Inferno Lux or a Woodland Lux or whatever. So actually, you, you don't want to rely on Lux. And I think we'll we'll go into actually the abilities and everything else is first. But I think Lux is also a 7-cost champion. It's not a 5-cost champion. But it's not really a piece you build around. It's a piece no. you add on to at the end in yeah. the late game.
1: This is your clutch piece when you're like at Rift Herald you're that far into the game because there's very rarely you're going to get you probably get one looks in a game so even though is going to be a very powerful piece regardless of what uh, origin is but if it's in your comp if it fits your comp you I'd say you're more or less guaranteed the win and
0: her ability um is what you'd expect it's, it's final spark it looks like she fires a giant laser, which deals massive la- damage to enemies and restores mana based on enemies hit. So it not only um, hits you. It, it not it, yeah. So whoever hits in the radius, it deals damage to the enemies, and it also regains mana to you. I believe as well it, is what it's saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's very similar to Lux's final spark in normal league. Where if you kill someone within like a second or two, you gain reduced cooldown. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's 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 very similar to that, but they've just changed it slightly.
0: Yeah, and I think, like you said, um, I believe that the damage is, if I can
1: remember off the top of my head, I, I think, think it's like it 500 was, off
0: the first one or something.
1: I think I think it, it scales 600, 900, 1200. Okay, yeah, it's <laughs> roughly around that. Yeah, but you're never you're never getting a level three locks. No and so, it, it is a that, complete that, that game changer as well. That it, last, I believe that, that that last number is completely irrelevant. I
0: think I think with most 5 plus champions the last number is kind of irrelevant but that that's yeah. just how it is. Um we've also got to mention as well the abilities uh, which we do discuss obviously these are from the pbe so they may not be exactly identical when the patch does come out in 9.22 like so for example they may think lux is mega overpowered which she is but i think she actually is rightfully overpowered for what she is um, yeah. and they could be like actually, actually we- let's not give a 600 let's give a 300 so if we're wrong by the time it comes out then we are sorry but obviously yeah. it's how they it's how they assess it through the
1: pbe yeah, but I think Lux, as a seven cost unit, she, I think she needs to be overpowered to, oh, yeah. to to, justify the seven cost.
0: And I think what's really interesting about Lux as well is that I think she can be a person where you can change your comp from you getting her. It might not even... Obviously, the, the, the ideal thing is you've built this comp and then you actually want... And then you get the Lux of the, uh, the class and origin, yeah? However... What is also good is that say you're at a point like everybody else is, where well, you're top four, and you're like, well, I'm top four, but I've not got a good enough comp as what the other person is. The person's literally got my comp who's first, but just better. You could maybe get a looks and then slightly change that comp and win that game for you. You never know; yeah. it could be a, a champion like that. Um, but yeah, we thought we'd get looks out straight out of the way because she's the one which I think a lot of people are talking about and let's be honest, yeah. it's a 7 cost unit in, in TFT, it's, it's not happened before in the in brief history of TFT um, hopefully, it doesn't happen often, I would hope because I think there's a, a special time and a special place oh, for we, a, we, a champion
1: like that we just, we've left out a key bit of information that's here once you purchase a Lux all other Luxes in the shop, because there are, there are 10 Luxes in the shop hmm once you purchase a lux, all other luxes in the shop will match the element which you which your luxe you bought is, but only for you. Okay, so it can still change for the other
0: people. Yeah, so but for your example, lux if... will always be an ocean luxe or a Yes. Yeah, so Yes.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, so if you buy an ocean luxe, all the other luxes you'll come across will be ocean luxes. Which I think makes so sense. Think makes... That makes sense. Yeah, but if, if someone has a steel luxe, all mm-hmm. of those will be steel.
0: I think that makes sense. Like I think that's fair. Cuz you yeah, don't want you we... don't want to change everybody's because then you basically yeah. screw out everybody else if they want one. Yeah. So, let's go back to the beginning and we'll start off with the unsung heroes of TFT, the the one-cost champions. And I'm very happy to say that the first one we're going to be talking about it is arguably I would say the most fun champion in actual League of Legends because it's just such a weird champion in general. But let, let's talk about Ivern, Ryan. So, You're right, well, at what point
1: on any podcast have you heard the words, let's talk about Ivern?
0: Oh, Ivern is great. I love Ivern, yeah? In the in the few times where I played Jungle, which wasn't Sejuani, uh, Ivern was the most fun champion I've ever played. Um, now, Ivern's obviously... You, you couldn't really look at Ivan in a League of Legends sense and think, Okay, how can this person be in TFT without having Daisy? Which yeah, is da- the old. Da-
1: yeah, Daisy's a ben- he's basically the element the elementalist school him. Yeah,
0: exactly. So what they've done is they've actually given the shield uh of Ivan and made him made him more well, even more of a supportive uh like champion of what he actually is. So yeah. Ivan shields the lowest uh, health ally for a few seconds, and obviously that scales for uh, the level. Now, uh, I like that. I've I've seen outright. <laughs> I think this is going to be one of the champions nerfed. Um, I've seen him in streams, and I think that he matches well with a couple of uh, um, your know, traits, and you know the traits match up pretty well with some early game champions, and Ivan basically shields allies and is a one-cost piece and i i think it's good but i think it's 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 quite powerful from one, what i'm seeing from the pba
1: especially if you can get that um that level three maybe level two even maybe the level three
0: yeah i see a lot of people starting off with ivan and i think as a whole though it's nice to have i would say a, a support champion at a level one because i i, I can't recall us really having that that much in in yeah. tft uh, the what was there actually a a one cost champion which was a supportive champion i, can, I don't think so mm. no not of the not of the nope. top of, um no, i don't think so no no the only one i could think of well, maybe if you could class camille because of the route but i it, i wouldn't really even no. class that no no um so yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited for Ivan. We're gonna run through some of the we're gonna talk through some of these a little bit more than others, I think, as well. Um any any thoughts on Ivan, Ryan?
1: I think potentially powerful if you can get the level two, level three.
0: Yes, a hundred percent. Now, let's talk about one which I actually haven't seen that much on PBE, uh, uh from watching it anyway. Uh Cogmore. Now, we had this theory when we were when we were all thinking about okay what what these champions could do and i think you brought up the idea of what if Cogmore was an after death champion um they've not done that um what what do you think about the ability of cogmore right now um
1: launch an acid that damage is a random enemy so is that kind of like a, is it kind of working out like a zephyr works where it's completely random or do you reckon it'll be based on positioning
0: i think i think it must be random because it'll be over it'll be over a limited time and i think it would say the furthest enemy or something like that if it was going to be that so from what i get the opinion of is that it is random
1: yeah (laughs) um but then i i think that that's very risky i think
0: I don't like it. I I I don't know. Obviously, some one cost champions are gonna be there, and you and you're gonna think, okay, they don't need. There, there's a big balance, I think, when it comes to one cost champions. You don't want to make them overpowered. You want them to facilitate other comps, but not be the main thing in other comps. I think. Yeah. Like, and I, but I, I think... think
1: go on. But I think there's just too much RNG in that ability that it's not reliable. I I agree, I, I really agree, and I think I mean obviously we're
0: not we're not developers we're not anything like that, so they might have tried it. But I would have liked the idea of an after death um, yeah. ability, especially for a, if it's going to be a one cost unit. At the end of the day, it could be just a good early game unit to have. I think, but yeah. I particularly don't like Cogmore and dependent on obviously if his origin and class is good it might be the case and i don't want to say it but it might be like a bit of a warwick where
1: just in there just to make the comp
0: yeah you've kind of got to have it to to really just you know put it in yeah. it's what i would class to refer. Uh, obviously you can hyper carry it but i think Vayne also uh sits in that with rangers i think he's set one yeah was obviously it can be a hyper carry i'm not saying it can't be but out of all of them really or if you look at varus as well is another one i think they don't they're not the standouts they're not the ones you would put the items on the ones which you might have to put the items on um maokai now i when i saw this reveal of maokai i was so so happy because before i went into the jungle i played top lane and i played so much maokai in league of legends so i was so excited to see this champion and think okay i can't wait for uh it to be the, a, the, the grasp tree. to come out or uh, the ult the the saplings and we didn't get any of that we we haven't got any of i think this is this is the worst ability from what i've seen on pba right like, this is the worst ability out of all the champions in, I would even say set one and set two. Uh, mm,
1: mm.
0: <laughs> right. For those who don't know. Yeah. The, the ability. And it's a passive. So it's not. It's, which is fine. Uh, but whenever Maokai is damaged by an enemy spell. His next attack heals him. So I, I, it's basically a bit like his actual passive. Oh, it's not as. It's not as good. Um, I think in his first. I think he. I think it's 100 then 150 and then 200 it's 100 200 300 but it starts yep. off at 100 anyway um I... it's terrible like what what I... ability it would just surely it it wouldn't do that much because it doesn't do auto attacks if it did auto attacks I understand but the fact that it spells means that he's basically gonna die he needs to be hit by a spell which probably does like 600 damage so I... then he 100
1: just... I think he's just meant there just to be a meat shield but, he, just but a how sword. meat shield is it if he only gets, like we don't know we don't know he maybe he has really high base armor he or... doesn't
0: though I've seen on PBE he's terrible the the only reason is and we are gonna go because obviously when we when we can talk about it, we will but with the classes and the and the things the only good thing with Maokai is the fact that he actually links with Ivern because they are both woodland yeah, druids complete, yeah completely yeah um so you get that immediate yeah. bonus but you would never ever like start a game with just maokai but i mean all i can think of is you know vega where it does a ridiculous like six thousand damage yeah
1: yeah if the the numbers are there i can see it but
0: we'll have to know i would have preferred it being like a a, a, again i don't mind the passive but why not do every three attacks which maokai does he heals 50 health i would have preferred even like 50 obviously so then what you can do is you can actually maybe build off that and like you said make him that tank you know yeah um uh, but i think the fact that it's damaged by an enemy spell just doesn't it really means that what it's just, it's he's got to take just... a bat massive spell to get 100 health back yeah,
1: it's, it's a little bit underwhelming
0: um now obviously like i said though th- these are cost ones so we don't expect them to be like yeah, massive I just would have liked something a little bit more. But that is just me because I'm like a massive Maokai fan, so um, yeah. I'm just a bit salty
1: oh, well, for that. But right, I'll take the reins here because this is going to one of my favourite champions to play the top lane. Uh one cost Nassus, whose ability it's it's kind of like his ult Nassus temporarily enrages, gaining bonus health, like he does with his ult, and damaging adjacent enemies each second for the duration. So he's getting bonus health. And it's an AOE. I like it. So, I like it. I, I like it. But depends on the numbers how much damage per second he does. He's a he's a he's a he's a he's a tier one piece, so it won't be too much. But it, so it'll depend on that tier, on on that level two on that level two number. I, I think I think you're right.
0: From what I've seen, um, he's actually a, a very good piece early to mid game. Um, if you're going light, or if you're going Warden, and we'll we'll get into that later, but um, I think if you go if you go those and you build around it, I think he's actually quite good early to mid game, and then obviously the the stronger champions take over. And I think obviously we're saying that some tier ones, are ba- some set ones, sorry, um, not set one, yeah, some tier ones uh, are there to facilitate other um, origins and classes. Nassus i think is a little bit different in the sense that i think he's yeah. actually he is actually a part of that class and actually needs to be a part of that class yeah it's a bit know? like with void where essentially cassadin is as at level one was a very important piece yeah. mid and uh, mid and early game um nasus definitely seems to be from what i'm seeing a, a lot more of that he's he's the ability to to be really uh, crap but when he's built around he's good and i think that's that's quite good and i quite yeah. like that
1: especially when the warden class is a, is a uh, that, has, that has that the warden class has a has seven uh, champions in it yes so it's going to be it so it's going to have a six cost so eventually it's going to be worth it to have Nassus in your team even if he's not amazing but he still does something yeah yeah 100% yeah.
0: now i this this is a champion which i've seen I've seen a lot of, yeah. And it is another Warden. Um, and I think we're, we're starting to get a pattern there. I think uh, we've we've set one. Or not we've not set one. We've set two on the one-cost units. There seems to be a little bit more, like, joining Over. together and overlap. Yeah. Um, because, obviously, Orn now is uh, a Warden. Well, he is a Warden anyway. He, was, he wasn't in set one. Um, and it's Lightning Breath, which we obviously know from... Uh, league of legends i think this is a very powerful ability from what i've seen um breathes lightning in a cone in front of him damaging enemies and increasing their chance to be critically struck for the next few seconds now that that's that's pretty good
1: again for me how big's the cone Uh, i think i believe the cone is two hexes so okay that's that's big then Oh
0: no no so i think the cone is a hex radius cuz it's like a lightning light. yeah so does, does it go, does it go through units uh yes it does yeah okay i like that i like so that. i've seen so i've seen people go level 3 on and really put the the items on this champion um would i do it personally no would i do it really with many tier 1s anyway no but you know i in this in the pbe anything goes at this point yeah. Um, I really like Orn. I think that, that, again, with Nasus, I think this Orn is another one who can actually um, facilitate another comp as well. The only issue which I have with Orn, and we will talk about it, now, it's probably the same issue I have with Nasus, is I don't think Warden is great as of right now. Uh, however, I th- it's one of those where just on the, on the outside looking in, I think if the the traits of these two champions kind of get buffed a little bit, they will be quite priority pieces in in the comps.
1: I feel a warden is going to have a similar sort of thing as knight, as in if you just go full on its own, there's going to be not much damage output and you probably won't win for it. So it's one of those that has to be combined with a damage
0: class. So Renekton, Ryan, you can take this
1: one. Oh, Renekton, oh, he's so fun. Right, so Renekton is not a warden. He's not a warden. Yeah, they've kept him apart from Nassus. Yeah. So um, Renekton, if you want to know, he's a berserker. So his ability, Call the Meek, uh, Renekton damages adjacent enemies and heals himself for each enemy hit. So Call the Meek in Non-League Legends is his AOE. Mm-hmm. So Renekton does AOE damage, I would guess in a hex radius. Yes, I believe so. And heals himself for each enemy hit. So I think Renekton is your front line piece. He is the first he person is, that he... goes in from what i'm seeing like
0: his- from pees as well though but he he does seem slightly weaker than what i think um well no i'm, I'm in fact no i think he he seems okay because you've got to you've got to be an issue again it's this it's this balance isn't it you you look at renecden you think that ability in, in itself could be i would say a three cost ability um so they've got to scale it down uh, but he yeah, is I, definitely I, I, the person you have in the front line if you are going this Desert Berserker.
1: Yeah, I, I think if you can get early level 2 Renekton, you're, you're, you're buzzing.
0: Yeah, I think, but it's all obviously, if we're just going off purely the power of the champion, yes, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I think Talia um, is quite an interesting champion. Now, I actually really like uh, well, the differences quite, of Talia.
1: It, it's quite interesting because also the. The um, her origin is mountain. There are only two mountain pieces.
0: Yes, it's weird. She's
1: one. Of them. She's one of them. So, um, Talia is building seismic shove. Um, Talia erupts to the ground under under a random enemy, knocking them toward her if they are ranged, or away from her if they are melee. I like it. I actually, I really like the mechanics of this. But, it, but, but again, random enemy.
0: Uh, but, but this is where again a bit, a bit like with Kog'Maw, I may, like upon thinking about this because obviously some of these were actually even though we've watched them, like actually li- reading them is a little bit different. Um, I think obviously an early game, I'm kind of a bit like Cobmar. I'm going to take a little bit back from what I said with Kog'Maw. because it's an early game because there's only like three or four champions you'd expect at that at that point it's not as random as what you expect. So yeah. I actually think, though, that Talia, no matter what it hits, is going to affect someone because it does stun them slightly anyway and it brings them towards them or away from her. And I think that, for example, if you're building assassins, which, spoiler, assassins are still in this set, that's actually a really good like counter to assassins
1: yeah if you can just
0: be like nope yeah exactly you you if you know and we're obviously talking about late game changing and late game positioning and stuff like that but if you know that someone's got that one mega carry assassin in that comp, you get like um a, a Zerafs on um on talia and get that mana up um and everything like that you can kind of just knock that assassin straight out straight away
1: just, just, just it's like noping all these assassins
0: yeah it's great
1: Okay, moving on to the next champion, Bane. Bane is in it again. Yeah, we don't need she... to talk about this that much. <laughs> she's still a range. she's still a ranger. Her is exactly the same. It is the exact same. Um, I think we... I pros think we and can...
0: cons on Bane. Are you happy to see Bane in set one? In set two, sorry.
1: Um, ish. Like I'm not not. I'm I'm not like buzzing. So it's just middle of the park. I'm not too bothered.
0: Yeah. It... Right. I don't want to be. I don't want to be negative when it comes to this, because obviously we actually haven't played the game. We've only watched streamers. We've only read content. and So it, a lot of it does go off what we're actually reading and then also the opinions in others. Um, but, and I don't know if this just is, is the PBE, but people are kind of not playing the uh, set one comp, so we actually don't really know how good they are. Like, I don't see many people going Rangers uh, yeah. when I'm watching them, because... Nobody, nobody wants to go and play Vayne. Let's be honest at this point. You're in the PBE. Yeah, because... You you wanna play, want to you wanna play. You want to play all the that. others.
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, moving on.
0: I don't like. I I personally don't mind Vayne, in. I think they needed another ranger. I generally think it's just that.
1: Yeah. So let's go into the next champion, Vladimir. Yeah, Vladimir is tier one. He's a mage. Just to put it in, and his ability is Drain. It's his Q, basically. Vladimir damages a target enemy dealing no healing himself for that for the damage dealt i think it, so that, i think it's fair enough i, I don't yeah. think it's the the
0: out of all the abilities which we've probably heard bar probably vain because we already know it this is the one which i'm like yeah i get it you know i don't I, I don't think it's bad i don't think it's
1: good you know what i mean i just think it's it's there it it makes think, sense potentially you can get a death cap on Vladimir level two this could be a major sustain piece. Yeah, your... no, I agree. Yeah, I can see similar that. To, similar to Vlad in normal uh, noble League of Legends.
0: Yeah, and that's what I mean. I think it makes sense. I think it's a, it's good to have maybe a lifesteal early on in set one as well, which is quite nice. However, I could see this more working later on in the game. It's kind of that This is one of the pieces where you may have it on your bench, but you kind of prioritise other things right now because it's more effective the later on it gets in the game. Um, because yeah. you know you're more damaging a target and then healing yourself with the damage dealt. So the later on in the game, the more you can kind of get items on it. Like you said, the maybe the more potential it has to be on there. So yeah. now
1: this next piece. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. No, 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 let me do it. Let me do it. This, this next piece. When I first started playing League of Legends, and I got shoved into the jungle. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> uh, this was the champion I picked up, and I have a love-hate relationship with it. But I love him, Warwick. One of the worst pieces from set one his his ability is exactly the same but I have to talk about his traits because this is what makes him good. He, Warwick is now a glacial so he gets a glacial buff which is Whoa. a stun from <laughs> like... no which is a stun from auto attacks. Whoa. But the next one is predator which is a new which is a new class and predators currently um once you have 3 predators Predators instantly kill enemies they damage, so damage with autos, including, who are below 20% health. I know, it's bad, isn't it? So I think Warwick's traits make him viable. I think
0: they do, do. but right, here's the thing which I say with Warwick, yeah.
1: In in more situations than he did when he's in set one. So so
0: I'm going to disagree with you here, Ryan, because... I think right. Warwick wasn't the worst champion in like we, we say he's the worst champion in the game because he's only good because of the traits and the origin and the classes which he had in set one. This well, well, yeah, is the well, exact same. But I but I think these traits are better. I, no, but because you can't say that when brawler comps basically dominated the meta in set one.
1: Yeah, but no one's good. Going a Brawler
0: comp because of Warwick? No, that's okay, that's fair. But I don't think anybody's going a, a, a Predator comp because of Warwick. Nobody, nobody is going Glacial because of Warwick. Like Glacial, well, that's, 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 that's what I'm going. <laughs> oh, great! I can't wait to see it. I hope you prove me wrong. But uh, again, though, we haven't. I haven't seen much of Warwick being used because um I think again it's the fact that I don't think a lot of people are wanting to go Glacial because the people. A lot of people on PBES already know what it does. Uh, Advice yeah,
1: Vice. Yeah, they, versa. Want,
0: they, want, they want to try the new, uh, the new. Uh, yeah, the newer stuff. And well, it's got Predator. I, I, you know, I, obviously, I haven't watched every single PBE stream which has been out there. So there probably has been times where it's been used. So I, I can't really put my full opinion onto it yet. But I, I, I have a slight feeling that this is going to be very similar in the fact that Warwick is going to be there because oh, I'm going to build a Predator comp guess i got to put warwick in you know I, I i just have a feeling he's he's, he's a mainstay <laughs> i feel like is it going to be one of those where we're just going to get warwick in yeah, every single but, set
1: even if we don't care he's got it's the glacial warwick skin i mean it is a great
0: skin it, i mean oh, like, he oh, deserves oh, just, to be in just for that um, okay now let's talk about i i'm going to go out there and say that this is the most overpowered champion in the game like right now, and it's and it's a one cost, Ryan. It's a one cost. Oh, Zyra is ridiculous, ridiculous. Right, mainly because well, I'll talk about what Summoner does later. But Summoner is very, very, very powerful at this point. Um, but Zyra spawns two untargetable flame splitters on random hexes at the edge of the uh, arena, which attack the nearby enemy.
1: Yeah. So, so they do, so they don't take up a hex well, on the edge. So they don't take up a hex yes. on the field.
0: Yeah. But on the on the edge. Yes. And they deal damage. Yeah. The damage of those spitters is actually quite insane. How um, how
1: how far can these split other over,
0: over side? It's unlimited hex. Like literally they go they can go from the other side oh. of the arena. Oh, it's ridiculous. Wow. It is ridiculous. Mid- this, this is a champion which I actually don't want to discuss too much about. Um, however we do, because I know that they're going to nerf this champion before it comes out.
1: you are going to nerf her into the ground. Um,
0: I feel like it's one of those champions where we're going to hear about it now, and then we're never going to hear about it when it yeah. actually comes out. Um, basically, it, it just gets to a point where you can actually build this Zyra into the chance where it can actually have four flame spitters, and I believe... It, Cost two, it does they do a hundred damage, so you could potentially have spitters which do 400 damage to champions. Yeah. It's and they're untargetable, um, and That's it's it's bad. ridiculous. You get a sustain comp around that, you, you've you got you've won your game. Um, I've seen too many summoner comps with Zyra in, I've, t- I've seen too many comps with Zyra in, in PVE, and, and And I haven't watched loads, so you know that it's it's quite powerful when people are just going it, and then it got to the point where I've seen streamers just be like, right, I'm just not going to go that because I know how strong that is. And then you know that actually they're going to nerf it. And I think they have come out and they have said that they do want to do nerfs on certain champions after this report with Zyra and everything like that has come out. So... I feel like that was a direct hint of basically saying, "Don't worry, guys, this champion, which is again, I'm saying one cost, is not going to be as powerful." Um, yeah, but, the ability then, itself, though, is really cool, though. I have to
1: say yeah. that. But the, the downside with all one cost, uh, with all one cost champions, is that after level five, um, you start. Oh no, yeah, no, yes. As every level you go up. The less chance you are of getting tier one pieces. Yes. Which makes Zyra
0: even better for what the, that person who does get it to level two, right?
1: Yeah. So basically, you need to get Zyra early if you want know to Zyra.
0: Yeah. However, I, I, I am, I'm skeptical, skepti- skeptical, skepti- skeptical, skeptical. Skeptical. There we go. That this champion is going to remain the same. They're either going to we are either going to make no. the as targets pull, but I don't think that would be the right way to do it, or they just maybe, reduce maybe. the damage.
1: Or maybe they disappear after a certain amount of time. Yeah,
0: or they disappear after a certain
1: amount of time. Something as simple as that. Okay, so we're going to move on to two-cost champions now. Right. Moving up a stage. Um, this one's going to be quick. <laughs> Basically, Braum, guess what he is? He's a Glacial, is I mean, Guess what he is? They couldn't have done anything else with him, could they? <laughs> no. Basically, Braum is Braum's Braum. So next... Uh, next champion is Diana.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, we, we are genuinely being serious. Brom is the exact same champion. Yeah. Glacial Warden. We'll talk about those later, but Glacial, yeah. you already um, know. Diana... It's the same skin yeah. as well,
1: isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think it is the same skin. Um, Diana, they're using the, um, the fire skin, so she's Inferno Assassin. So Diana's ability, Flame Cascade. Diana creates three orbs that rotate around her and that explode when hitting an enemy, dealing 60, 100, 140 damage. In addition, the Diana generates a shield that lasts three seconds and absorbs the next 150, 250, 350 of damage received. So, does this mean that her orbs have to explode before the shield generates? I believe so. She's an assassin, so she goes into the back line. So basically, that's an assassin with sustain. I quite like it. I think yeah. it's a... It's a di- I... I
0: obviously we've we've briefly looked at all of these um i am gonna say i actually quite like the assassins in the way that they are built in set two because they're built a lot differently than the assassins in set one and this is another one of them and that they, they teased it a little bit when when we saw kaiser because kaiser was kind of a different type of assassin because you, you look at Obviously, all the Assassins had different abilities, but they are all very much the same thing. You know, back line, you just wait until the yoke comes off, and then you see what happens. Where now it's a little bit... Like, they're all damage-based, essentially, weren't they? Where yeah. now I'm seeing a little bit more, like, variety with Assassins, and I think that's actually quite cool. And Diana is, is one of those. I think Diana's got a cool ability. For two costs, she's not going to be very too overpowered. I don't think she's the best Assassin in this set. Uh, but I don't think she's um, a bad assassin, and she'd be assassin, which I think will be quite fun, and you can build yeah. around.
1: Uh, next champion is Jack, whose ability is his E from the normal game, Counter-Strike. Jack Jax gains 100% dodge chance, so becomes, so becomes full dodge for the next few seconds, then briefly stuns and damages adjacent enemies. This has the ability to be very
0: broken, so they've got to be very careful, I think, with this champion. Uh, they, they've so they've got to be careful with because they've got to be careful with three things with this champion. Yeah, um, the amount of time that he has a hundred percent dodge chance, how much he can stun a champion, and how much he damages enemies. You know, right? I
1: don't think the damage will be that high. I think the stun and the dodge chance will be longer i that's what i mean but i this is what i was getting
0: to the second point though but i think they have ability to kind of change how a champion's comp can work because they could in one patch make jacks a um a sustainable champion you know which relies like you said on the stuns and the dodge chance but then on the other hand you could then make him a damage champion so it relies more on you know so it's less of a stun let uh, you know the dodge yeah. chances are a bit quicker um But the damage is more. And I actually like the fact that there is... There is kind of a a scope on this champion. Where you can kind of say like... Okay, in this patch he's going to be damage, In the other patch he's going to be sustained. I quite like that. Yeah, I I like it too. Now, I've seen a lot on PBEs of this champion. Because... um, Mainly because Woodland is a very early comp, which a lot of people go. We know we've already know that Maokai and Ivern is one of them. LeBlanc is another one and then uh, this is what I'm saying about assassins. Now, f- for starters, this is our first uh three trait champion and it's cost two, which is interesting. It is Woodland Mage Assassin. Uh LeBlanc basically sends a chain towards the nearest enemy, stunning 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 and damaging them after a delay which is very much uh, what our actual ability is in, in League of Legends. I like this. I really like this champion. I've seen this champion work on the PBE. I think they've actually done this champion a really good justice. I think that the three traits is also quite a cool idea as well, at a, yeah. at a cost too. Um, there's not much I could say about this champion apart from it. I think it's at the right place, and I don't expect this champion to change past PBE.
1: No, I think the ability is not, not, not overpowered at all. It's nice to have an, a unit you can get much earlier in the game. Because normally in set one, your three traits are mainly your level fours and your level five. No, yes. your tier yeah. four and tier fives. Maybe this could add a new level to your comp building early
0: game. And it's, again, like I was saying, a, like a different adaption to the assassin. It's an assassin which has got range as well, like a, a, obviously again like Kaiser did, but this one obviously sends a chain towards the nearest enemy, so obviously earlier on you'd expect the nearest enemy to be close, obviously with the assassin trait, but as the game develops and goes forward and you know move, move pieces, what that one piece dies and see what happens then, it can actually becomes a bit more of a range champion as well, I, I just like the ability that it can change like that, I think it's good.
1: Yeah, I like it too.
0: Now, let's go into. Uh, and then this one isn't as broken as Zyra, but I just think that no, it, no, I, I like no. this. But it is Zyra I, 2.0. <laughs> they, they, they could have picked his
1: ult and it'd be a lot worse. They could have picked his ult. Uh, what champion are we talking about, Ryan? We are talking about Big Miles. Miles Har. Yeah. It's ability Shadow Swarm. Miles Har creates a portal that spawns minions. The higher tier. No, the higher level Malzahar is, the more minions he spawns. So, uh, like an Elise, essentially, is what we would say. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of like Elise mixed with a Z Zero. So it's just like, yeah, you get the minions, but then it, it just how how many is how many is more minions. Now
0: actually? I believe that these do actually disappear after four seconds, if I believe. So they these okay. do actually, and I believe it starts off with two, and then it's three, and then it's four. So it's like the Elise, I believe. Um which is very similar. I like this. I actually I think that this is the right way of doing these champions. And I think they knew that off Elise. I think they, they've, they've kind of a lot of these summoners obviously have this ability and you when we talk about the other ones you'll know. Um they've kind of all followed that Elise mold, I think. because actually Elise works pretty well in, in the mechanics of how the champion works. So they yeah. basically thought, well, we'll just make a class about it, you know, <laughs> um, which is fair. Um, or they made an origin about it, no a trait about it, sorry. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm quite happy with Malzahar. I've seen him in a lot of comps. He seems like the most balanced out of a lot of the summoners, I think, which is quite yeah. nice. And uh, yeah, there's not really much more I could say about him.
1: No, like they could have been more broken at his. Uh, oh, he had his
0: ult, Oh, it would have been terrible.
1: Which I think is why they've gone for Shadow Sword. Yes. The, the next champion is Nico, uh, Woodland Druid, ability Blooming Burst. Nico throws a seed at a ran, random enemy. It's explode, another randomer. That explodes three times in a larger and larger radius. Basically, it's the Nico ability that bounces.
0: But it doesn't bounce, though, Ryan. Well, so it, you... it
1: bounces on the same hex. Well, yeah, well, yeah that's, 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 that's basically what the ability yeah,
0: is. Yeah, well, on the ability in League of Legends, it bounces yeah. forward, though, doesn't it? Oh, oh, yeah, it does.
1: Because it bounces, and each bounce, the, it gets bigger. Which
0: I like. I, I've seen, again, I've seen this champion a lot on PBE. Um, I think it's a really, really cool ability. Um, and She reminds me, because obviously we need to make some comparisons with set one. She reminds me, like, a little bit of what a Morgana could be, which I know sounds really weird, but she has the, she has quite a bit burst damage. While it doesn't appear straight away, though, like Morgana, because be Morgana, her ult, once her ult hits, her ult hits. And then, obviously, you have to stun afterwards, but it's mainly at like the ult at the beginning. Where I like Nico, because you do still have the ability to move out of it a little bit, but it is a lot of burst damage early on, and I think if you can get the three on it, it's quite a good... Uh, not uh, the three bounces onto the hex, you, you're doing pretty
1: good with that. Yeah, I agree. The next champion is a set one champion, but they've changed their ability. It's Rek'Sai. His ability's is Furious Bite. Rek'Sai bites her target, dealing true damage. I don't, like, I don't this. like this. I think it's interesting because now Void's not a thing. They've kind of taken the Void buff and given it to the champion. They have, but I just.
0: I didn't see much wrong with the original Rek'Sai. Maybe maybe they just decided oh. to maybe they just decided to mix it up. I do I mean, this is actually a perfect thing which we can actually talk about. Um obviously again something from what we've seen from the PvE. I think that this ability is actually gonna be worse than the original Rex ability. We- yeah. Which sucks a little bit, but however, I had quite a prominent position in set one, so it is nice to see a champion kind of take a step back. And, well, there's another champion who definitely took a step back, I, but, like, I, this is a champion I, which kind of has gone down a pedal, I think.
1: I think this just depends on what percentage true damage, or if the whole thing is true damage. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends yeah. on the numbers. Okay. That,
0: uh, again and uh, we could we could find the numbers for this really but what we, what we really want to again what we wanted to express is the fact that those numbers can completely change by the end of PBE but the yeah. abilities genuinely won't so yeah. there's no point talking about fully the numbers of them yet uh, obviously when we when it's fully released of course we will then after that because we'll go into the patch notes and everything now Skarna. It's not the ability I would have gone for. I'm going to say Skarner shields himself for a few seconds, gaining bonus attack speed while the shield holds. I would have liked the ult on this one. This is the one where I would have liked the ult. Mm. I would have liked the fact that it can kind of drag a drag a champion away, you know? Yeah. Kind of like a, rever- like a slow blitz ult. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but then, but then it, I think it'd be too similar to Blitz. I think it would do, but I think there's a lot of champions which are also quite similar to other yeah. abilities. But um,
1: I have no problem with this. I have
0: no problem with it. Um, it's just, it's let's just. just I'm works. gonna bring out like this. The Rek'San and Ironska are both predators. Um, so yeah, the, I again, I, I don't see this class the, uh, origin sorry being. Too powerful if again, obviously, like you said, depends on the numbers. But these these three champions, which we talked about in Warwick, Rex, and don't seem to for me, they're not they're not the most interesting of the champions.
1: Yeah, okay, moving on to the next champion is Sindra, who's a mage. Sindra's ability is called Hydrosphere. Sindra, Hydrosphere, because she's, she's ocean, right? yes, obviously. Sindra <laughs> um, conjures a Hydrosphere at, at a target location that damages enemies. Mm.
0: yeah yeah, yeah. It's just, it's hey, you different. know what you know what? i don't like it but i i like how different it is so it's I, just a
1: very straightforward ability it's well but like... the
0: thing is, so, is it's at a target a target location so those champions need to be at that target location for it to be damaged mm, um which i think is cool yeah you know, i would say um now i have actually i haven't really had the chance to analyze this champion in the pba uh however i so i don't know if the hydro spear stays and then another one comes and if it does that's actually really cool because that means that she's actually quite good in the late game um because obviously as as matches go longer if you have four or five hydro spears and say you get a luden's echo on it that's quite good, because you're dealing quite a lot of splash damage as well. So, so um, it'd be interesting to see if those spears stay, or if they if they go. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really happy. And, and then to follow on to that, another ocean champion is Thresh. Uh, this is actually a really nice ability. Um, I'm surprised they didn't go for the hook, but they it's decided to go for the lantern instead.
1: I think it'd just be too much like Blitz.
0: Yeah, and so Thresh slows his lantern to the lowest health ally, shielding them... Um, and nearby allies for a few seconds. Now, I believe right now it's two, three, and four. However, that could change. Um yeah, so, it, so it I like it. it. It's kale. It's, the... it's a it's a low kale lot. Mixed mix with
1: the locket, I think.
0: Yeah, it's I mean. It, it's like it's it's not as big as kale, um, but it has the ability. It has more of a a, um, a du- not a duration, a distance on it. Yeah, Which I quite uh, like.
1: I need, need to clarify that. N- unlike. Thresh's lantern in the actual game the unit th- that gets the lantern doesn't move okay okay so it,
0: yeah it literally just shields him okay that that's fair there. yeah i i agree with that i think i think mechanically as well it'd be pretty horrible to to yeah. have done a, to do that as well so um and now we're back to uh we're back to set one um we actually got two two three set ones in a row but two of them are different. Uh, I don't know what to think about this. It's another vein issue. It's Varus. They've got Varus back in. He's now Inferno, um, but he's still a Ranger. Exact same ability. Exact same ability. I don't know.
1: Making up, to... up the numbers to keep Rangers. Now in,
0: do you know, I I can see why people aren't going Rangers in PBA, because is, it's very similar. Simple. Like yeah. It's so, so similar. So far, anyway. Yeah,
1: so I'm going I'm to take this next one. Yeah. Um. Another three trait piece. But now it's deducted. It, it, Tom, one of Tom's least favorite pieces when he wasn't going brawler into that one. Volleybear. I think it, yeah. Is electric glacial berserker ability. It's a different one this time. It's not the volleybear ult. Um. Called thunderbite. Volleybear bites his target, dealing damage. Thunderbite instantly kills enemies below a certain amount of health. And when this happens. It fully restores Bolly mana. Right, I have an issue with this. I have an this issue with this. This has potential to be broken.
0: It, I don't even think it's that. I think it has the potential to fully just get rid of Predator. What's the point? It's... It's 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 a built-in predator. It's me. he's got four traits. <laughs> like they've give Volleybear four. They've they've listened to me. They've been like, right. Tom's been absolutely slating level two Volley. Like if the, there are two brawlers which were not good, and it was Volley in my opinion, and obviously Warwick. Yeah. So they thought, you know what we'll do? We'll keep Warwick in just to annoy that's, him. Let's um, break. Water. And we'll make we'll make it a glacial. Yeah. And then we'll also bring Volibear in and we'll give him four traits but we'll actually class it as three and give him the Predator trait however they're not just giving him the Predator trait, they're giving him the Predator trait and then he has the ability to do it again I don't like this because how many games do you see and obviously it depends on how the games go in in set 2 but how many games do you see where you see like especially late game when it's quite close, while there's while your enemy has six champions still on the board, they're all quite low health if you mm. get a volley, yeah, with like a warmogs on at this point, and it's just basically just house? chomping through the entire team, like right at the end, I don't like it. I
1: it's it's gonna be fun.
0: It's yeah, gonna it's be good. fun, um, but they have they have took my criticism of volley and arguably made it a very very strong piece, and it is a piece a bit like Jack's where they've got to be careful with.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm gonna say this I now think... though. So a lot of these tier two. Uh you know, so, yeah, tier two cost two champions. They're very interesting.
1: Yeah. I think I think this, this next one is also quite interesting. Rip. Down <laughs> Downgraded from uh, Downgraded sort of, three, yeah. Yeah. Yasuo, who's still a Blademaster master. His ability has changed though. His ability's last breath, which I believe is his ult's name. Yasuo yes. in, Yasuo instantly appears next to the enemy with the most item. Mm-hmm attacking them multiple times in rapid succession and knocking them up for the duration. So basically, Yasuo targets the most item-stacked champion on their team, basically Zephyrs them, because they're knocked up, they're not doing anything, and hits them multiple times. Yeah, It's a Zephyr with a damage. I'm not as instantly blown
0: away with this as I think what you are. It's designed to go for the carry. That's what I think is is, big. But I don't think it is, because I... From what I've just... This, again, like, from reading it's different than actually watching it, I think, from the PBA. I don't think the champion's strong enough. It's a tier two champion as well. I think this, if this was uh, cost four, yeah, this would be brilliant, you know, because there's a lot more damage on that champion. But I... I think he right, so get it get it to get it to level two. No, but, but okay, so if you've not killed that carry, which it's instantly appeared next to,
1: Yasuo's maybe just gonna that... die anyway. Well maybe well maybe that's that where you itemise.
0: Yeah. G A. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's a fair point. Um I guess yeah, there is itemization. But but the, the best thing the best thing we all know about Yasuo being cost two is the meme of my team Yasuo, your team Yasuo, and I've seen the picture, and I've, oh, it's so good. It's basically like my team Yasuo, and it's this, and then your team Yasuo, and it's this cost five one. It's great. Um, uh, it's a Blade Master as well. We, we, it's another one return, which, which we
1: won't really go into much depth about. But Blade Masters are still there. They're still relevant. But speaking of Blade Masters, we're in three cost champs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've got we've got we've got the, the curse of set one. It's Aatrox. It's the exact same thing.
0: It's it is. He's light now. He's he's joined the yeah. the good side, but, I guess. I like Aatrox gone, though, but I they've, got, they've yeah. gone
1: for his, that they've, they've gone for that golden skin. So it's, it's again.
0: I right at what point? Yeah, and I know I could see it happening. Because Aatrox and Warwick have arguably got two of... Well, there's another one as well who's got a really good skin from set one. But they've got two really good skins. At what point have they thought, well, keep him in because they've got good skins and we can work around it. So it's like, obviously, they've got the the brilliant Aatrox skin because obviously now he's light. It's like, yeah, why not? Keep it. <laughs> uh, I like it. I I, I But... Yeah, again, we don't really want to go too much into its Aatrox, yeah, so... Yeah, Azir.
1: Yeah, next champion, Azir, uh, ability Arise, Azir summons an untargetable yeah, it's sand soldier near a random enemy that attacks whenever Azir, this has to have a timer on it.
0: Yes, uh, but no, it doesn't, it doesn't. However,
1: <laughs> when Azir dies,
0: they all die, so... Yeah, but I think this could be, potentially be broken. So, I have a different... After watching it, I think they've balanced it pretty well. Um, yeah. However, there are some bugs which have come out with it. I think once they sort that out, he should be okay. The issue with Azir is he's just not a good enough Zyra, but that's mainly because Zyra is broken right now in the PBA. So, yeah. Um, I am quite i'm questioning the choice of having two untargetable um, minion based champions in the same trait i don't particularly like that um but that is just my opinion i think it would have been cool on one um i don't see kind of the point of having them untargetable um, just have them if if I uh, the the a bit the thing I know what they're trying to go at is they don't want champions bugging out and attacking those ones. you a bit like with the spiderlings, yeah. where you're like, oh, they're attacking the spiderlings. Well, then just make them quite easy to kill. You know, it's like I know then that maybe makes them too weak, but I just don't like untargetable things because it's a bit. It 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 means that really you don't have much of a chance unless you actually attack the one champion which controls them. But that's yeah. just me anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: A new one. It's another new one though. And I'll talk about this one. Dr. Mundo. So, Dr. Mundo does exactly what you would not think he does. Uh, but he spawns a toxic cloud around himself that damages adjacent enemies. And heals himself for the damage dealt for several seconds. So, they didn't decide to do his ult. Um, I'm not going to lie. There's an, so. Okay. Spoiler. Singed is in this game. Set, yeah, I, this I expected, seems like singed.
1: I expected him to at least do the cleaver.
0: This, this for me seems more like a singed though because it's a toxic cloud. Um, and yeah, okay, obviously heals and stuff like that. I, I'm not particularly sold on the ability, obviously, I don't know how powerful it is. Um, but I just don't like the ability itself. I would have liked you said, I would have liked the cleave. I genuinely, it's very simple, just the just you know. It throws the cleaver, and it deals damage in a line. I would have liked that. But I guess it's too similar to Varus, though.
1: Potentially, yeah.
0: Not Varus. Yeah, Varus, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to take the next one? It's a ranger, but it's a different one.
1: It's someone who... It's Ash. (laughs) It's not Ash, but it's Ash, not Ash. It's set one Ash, but not Ash. Yeah. Um, Ezreal, um, his ability Ice Shot. Ezreal fires a shard of ice toward the lowest health enemy damaging the first the, the first enemy hit and applying on his effect so
0: it may not actually hit the lowest enemy so, yeah, it,
1: aims, so it aims for the lowest health enemy yes, but it may not hit the lowest the first, enemy the first one in its path mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that
0: well it's right Obviously, it's difficult to think of new abilities. And I have to, as a whole, some of the, a lot of these abilities in Set 2 are really, really interesting in, in premise alone. This is just a tweak of an Ash ult. Like, it is.
1: Yeah. But I just, the Ashok does it.
0: the exact same thing like it, obviously it fires an arrow at a at, I, th- I don't know if it's the furthest enemy or one of the, each fire is always always at a back line anyway or it might be the one who does the most damage or something like that and then whoever it hits though that's the one which gets the ability it's, a, think, it's a similar one to that
1: i think it's designed not at the beginning of the fight but to close out a fight
0: yeah and i i think he's he, a he's good he's... champion i don't actually think he's that bad i just you know the ability just screams ash and he's and the fact that he's a glacial ranger which yeah. you know but i don't mind it and i'm really glad to see ezreal in um the yeah, set yeah. two as well i really think he's a good uh, a good champion another one who's got a downgrade though let's talk about kindred now he's a three trait uh champion now so i guess it's a I wouldn't say it's a downgrade, then, because he's gained an extra trait. But he's he's actually got a different ability now, where um, the lamb tumbles away from her target while the wolf bites them, dealing damage. And I'm guessing then that the wolf then comes back to the lamb, I'm guessing. So, that's a really interesting mechanic. It no longer shields, but it kind of like, it shields itself while also doing damage. And I like that. It's like like an adaption of Kindred, which is really cool. Um, obviously, it depends on how much the tumble is, how far the tumble is. I think it's one hex, and then the wolf will bite them. So, so it's, not,
1: it's nothing major. Then, it so was it's
0: nothing bad. major, but it's still obviously against a melee champ. It, it'll be quite good against. Um, it reminds me again a little bit of comparisons, uh, and obviously it's nowhere near as probably going to be as uh, as prominent. But Lucian had a very similar, obviously dash and a hit, didn't he? Um, yeah. And it, it's it's a it's a spin on that. She, also, still a ranger, which is really cool as well. Um, now, I want to bring this up, yeah, because we're getting close to the end of our rangers. Yeah, we've seen three of the same rangers out of four. Yeah. Right now, now we know that there are different ones after that, but
1: but you know, there is also another one which is the
0: same. Yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't. I don't like it no, I, I get it I understand it I don't like it but I'm gonna just say it. I just think that I think if you're gonna add the same champions maybe just don't have Ranger and change them in a different class because there is another set one champion who is a Ranger who isn't a Ranger and I really like the how they've changed that but we'll talk about that probably quite soon I think Nautilus I like Nautilus uh, Nautilus is very good. So, Nautilus sends out a depth charge that seeks out the furthest enemy champion, knocking them up and stunning them for a what they say a really long time, which I quite it like. All, it
1: all it all depends on what a really long time. Believe it's four seconds. That's not really long time. What 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 level? Uh, I think level... I think that's
0: one. Yeah. The so what? Four, five, six, maybe. So it's like a Z ze- not a Zephyr, but it's a it's a good it's a good it's a good I like it. And for a tier three, I get it. It does. It's a game changing ult, which could be used quite well at the end. Um, yeah. I I quite like it. I don't think it's the one which is going to blow people away, but I think it's one which you need in your comps, and I quite yeah. like that. I like Nautilus. Yeah, I, I
1: agree. I'm going to take this next one because it's also one of my favourite champions to play in the jungle. Nocturne. Nocturne in this is an assassin. Ability is actually Nocturne's passive. None of Nocturne's abilities. So every three hits, Nocturne's next attack is enhanced, and damages all adjacent enemies and healing him for a portion of the damage out. So basically, every three, hit, every three hits, Nocturne's next attack does AOE, and he heals for a percentage of that. Fair.
0: I like it. Uh, the only issue I have is, um, and I don't want to, I, I don't want to criticize again, but it's. It's another one where obviously they they've had two where it's untargetable soldiers and now they're having two which are a three hit passive. You've got uh Vayne and now you've got Nocturne. Obviously they do different things, uh, so yeah. I can kind of excuse this one a little bit more. Um, yeah, because they couldn't have had Nocturne's... No, they couldn't they, have. They, they, I they they agree.
1: That'd basically just be another Pantheon.
0: Um, and they couldn't have even had like the um the mist at the bottom I don't know what it is I forgot oh, no, it's, it's just cute yeah. um unless they did it maybe for a slow which could have been interesting to be yeah. fair uh I think this is more of a a a safer better safer option and I quite like this uh Kiana now Kiana's a little bit different because Kiana can be I believe four different uh origins it I believe say which. um I believe it's I believe it's ocean inferno. Um,
1: Oh, so the the four elements, basically. Yeah,
0: Desert and Woodland or something like that, I believe. Um, Now, Kiana dashes to the side of her target and throws a blast of wind through them. Damaging and stunning enemies, it passes through. Quite like it. I think it's a really cool mechanic. How, because obviously at the side of a champion, it's a little bit different than being straight ahead. It allows other champions to maybe get in as well, which is really cool. I, I quite like this mechanic and... I've seen it happen. And she's an assassin. So again, I'm talking about this. I have to give them credit where credit's due. I think what they're doing with the assassins is actually really, really fun and interesting.
1: Yeah, I agree. They're not just they're not just very straightforward like they used to be.
0: So, I'll let you have this one. I'll let you have this one.
1: Even though it's one of your favourite champions.
0: Even though it's one of my favourite
1: champions, I'll let you have it. The big man in the top lane. It is Sion. Uh, Sion's ability, decimating smash. Sion's... Science in front of him after a like, delay, knocking up and damaging enemies it's just yeah I like yeah. it I like it I didn't yeah. want the ult I didn't want the ult I, I don't think the board's big enough because exactly. the ult the ult would basically just be for
0: exactly that's all I can think of Um, I like it I maybe could I, I, I don't think it's the one which I would have preferred I think it would have been the W not the W the E sorry which I prefer because yeah. I would like it a bit like Jace, but not too much like Jace. Where it basically just knocks back one, but then he just continues then being melee still, uh, which I quite I would have quite liked that. But this is also uh, really good. Um, be interested to see how he does. Again, it's a not, it's not a champion which I think is which it's not one which makes me go wow, but it's one which is like yeah, I I like it, I get it, and it'd be fun. I think using it now, Sivir. I don't want to say this. This could have been one of their opportunities to make a ranger, and they didn't do it. They've gone for blade master instead because I, they wanted I, to keep blade I, masters. I,
1: I understand blade master more than ranger. I
0: understand it, but they still could have made a ranger. Uh, now, Sivir's cool. attacks temporarily bounce to nearby units, and it's ricochet. <laughs> Everybody knows what ricochet is. Uh, I like it. Um, brand springs to mind. Hopefully it's not as buggy as what Brand is. Hopefully they've yeah. fixed how the mechanics of that now. Obviously I believe that they would have done now anyway because they wouldn't have put it in set yeah. two. I
1: like it. I think you you build Silver and to the same way you would build her in normal. You build a crit to so each of your attack So, the bounces crit. Yeah. You build static shiv so you get that and maybe Giant Slayer. Yeah. If you're going against yeah. tanky units. Yeah. I like it.
0: Soraka. I love this. I love this. So I like could temporary calms an area around a random enemy. Damaging enemies and preventing them from gaining mana. It's a hush on a champion. I love it. Love it. This needs to happen more. Because mana doesn't... I, I think mana doesn't get, abu- doesn't get nerfed a lot in terms of... In, a, in an actual battle. You have hush. That is really it.
1: There's not much more. And then Kassadin and, and then what What was deemed. Oh
0: yeah, you have Kassadin. But obviously in this, in set two, you don't have cast in. Which is, oh, let's, let's just appreciate that for a second. Um, but Soraka's a good middle ground of it. Because what it does is it damages enemies and preventing them from gaining mana while inside. It's a reverse Kindred ult in set one. And I like that. I respect it. I'm glad that it wasn't the ult again. Like I think they've done a really good choice sometimes with not choosing just the easy way out of let's go for people's alts. Um, they haven't done that for Soraka, and I I
1: like that. I I agree. I do like this. And then Vega. <laughs> like, Vega is just is the is the, the same.
0: Vega is the exact same. Now let's go on to the four cost champions. Do you want to start with the first one, Ryan?
1: I'll well, do. It's Annie. She's Inferno. She's Summoner. What does she Everybody... do? What would What would Annie do?
0: Oh, I can't think, Ryan. What would? Go on, tell me what Annie does. Tibbers. Oh, oh of course. I mean, it, they it, had to.
1: It, it It's 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 basically just Tibbers from the normal game. They had to. Um, Annie summons Tibbers onto a nearby hex, similar to the Elementalist Golem and Tibur's attacks nearby enemies while active, which makes me think there's a timer or he's only there till Annie dies. I
0: think there'll be a timer. Yeah, There's a timer in an actual, which is quite cool. So if they do, yeah. And I, so I wonder if it's one of those where she can then just reuse it, which I think is quite cool. Um, yeah. Um. But yeah, I can't really say much more. They did the right. Again, I just said the, that they, they have the smart thing of when to use an ult and when not to use an ult for, for their actual ability in TFT. If Annie was in the game, it had to be Tibbers. And I think they've done a really smart way of making it not broken, where it's essentially another Elementalist on a one piece. They haven't done yeah. that. It's a temperate Elementalist, essentially. Now... I'll let you take this one. Oh, it frustrates me. It does. It's the only thing... Obviously, we have our criticisms with a few things here.
1: Hey, hey at least this one's, di- this one's got a different ability. Mm,
0: but... My major criticism is I just don't I, I don't see the point of Rangers, um, but we'll but they're probably going to be strong again. Um, Ash, she's not Glacial because we already have a Glacial Ranger now, so uh, which is Ash. So, so this is Ash, actually Ash, but not Ash set one. Uh, it's Crystal Ranger. Uh, for the next few seconds, Ash gains attack speed and her attacks fire a flurry of arrows, dealing bonus damage.
1: So that's a W, I believe. I think I, I think I think it's a Q. Is it a Q?
0: No, a Q's the one which does the rapid fire shots, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that, that's what this is. Or is it flurry? oh it's a flurry okay, straight straight in a row, not a, not a yeah. not a third. okay, that's yeah. Um I like it. She's got a buff um in terms of a cost. She's probably got a buff in terms of their ability as well. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. Um it's just a shame that now what we're five rangers in, and four of them are the same. So, yeah, it's what it right. is what it is. It is what it is. It's good skin. It's a good skin though. They, yeah. They've picked the good skin. Okay. Speaking back, of
1: back same, <laughs> uh, back to set one, Brand and Inferno Mage exact same ability. Now I actually agree with this. Yeah, like this this uh, Brand's ability is just great on its own i'm glad that it changed but
0: i agree with this in terms of like you're doing rise of the elements yeah you kind of have to have brandon and he kind of fits his inferno and he's a mage he's literally what rise of the elements yeah. would be so I, I this was the one champion i knew for a fact would be in set two when it came out so and i i don't mind it again though is it similar to sivir
1: Um uh, but... well i think Similar, similar Sivir is similar to Brand.
0: Yeah, but I guess it's maybe a little bit different. I guess this is thinking pros and cons. Because it's actually a different trait, um, then it might be actually quite interesting to have the same similar champion but a different trait to see how that works out each way, uh, which yeah. is really cool.
1: I'm going to let you take the next champion and I want the one after.
0: Okay. I really like Yana. Uh, Wind Mystic. Yana knocks back enemies, this is a role, essentially, in a large area and channels for a few seconds, continually hearing, healing nearby enemy um, allies. Sorry. I love it. Simple.
1: I, I think this is a pure counter to assassins.
0: Yes, and I, I don't think that's bad. I think there are a lot of counters to assassins, to be fair. But um, I like it. It is what it is. I, I really don't have much to say about this one, to be honest. What? What uh, mine? No, no, with Yana. With oh, yeah. yours, I do. Yeah. So go on.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's what you'd expect. I, I I do like that. It counters. Uh, it, yeah, but it provides a counter for a comp, which sometimes is isn't much of a counter to. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Well, let's go to this next one because this is this is. Ooh, I love this. So the next one is Karzix. So he's been buffed from a tier one to a tier four piece. Mega mega buff. He's an assassin, but they've changed his ability. Karzix becomes br- briefly becomes stealth, becoming untargetable, and causing his next attack to crit strike. He's an assassin so,
0: assassin, mate. So they've out assassined
1: his assassin. So basically, Karzix is taking his ult. They've, take, they've taken his stealth, which makes him become untargetable and causes his next. So it's basically his ult and then his isolation damage, kind of. But yeah. then, if you get. And maybe if you get an eye edge on this Karzix, because it's, it's his it's his very next attack, not next ability or whatever it is, It's his next attack. Basically, it becomes untargetable and gets a free hit. I like it. But what what counter is it to that?
0: Um, I think I think they've done this very smart though, because it's not a spell, so it does stop the chances of having a death cap on it. And I, yeah. so i i think there probably was a little bit of a thought of do we make that a spell you know it was like it, it attacks and that's the spell um but the fact that they've done it, it is the, his next attack it makes sense um yeah. i like that i again the assassins they've done great with um i'm okay with karzix obviously that people will probably say oh but karzix was also in set one you complain about rangers I don't I think they've changed Kazakh enough a bit like why I actually wasn't that annoyed with ash um is the they've changed those champions enough where I'm like okay well Varus and Vayne are literally the same champions and the same everything um yeah but I like this I really like this and uh, it's nice to see some of the voids still still be there actually I quite like the void champions as a whole um, yeah yeah while the abilities were broken a a lot of times in the set one I think the actual champions themselves are quite nice to have on TFT visually so it's really cool to see some of them stay Malphite um, we're back to Warden (laughs) and this is your second mountain so this is is the
1: second mountain champion
0: uh, so Malphite throws himself towards a random enemy uh, damaging and knocking up nearby enemies when he arrives what does that remind you of
1: uh, it, it, it's his ult from the normal. Game. Well,
0: and it's Vi's uh, like ability in in yeah. TFT, isn't it? Uh, well, we'll,
1: well Vi goes to the furthest away unit. I so guess yeah, the...
0: this is random, so it's a variation. I like it though. I, I know I'm obviously taking the mick out of it a little bit, but I like it. Yeah. I you absolutely. need you need ults like that. I think to to kind of delay the game a little bit if you want to play a bit more sustain. It's not all about just doing damage. Yeah, I, I get it. it. I understand it. Olaf. So for the rest of the combat, so this is a one-time ability, Olaf gains a large amount of attack speed and lifesteal for a few seconds That becomes immune and becomes immune to crowd control. It's a glacial. Uh,
1: Damn. It. It's, it's his ult from the normal game.
0: I don't like it.
1: It gains... It so you can't CC him. You can just kill him. You can kill yeah. him, yeah, but you but just can't see yes, him. But, but then he also gets life steal, so basically you need to burst him.
0: Yes, um, I'm immediately thinking that if this if this champion, it depends obviously how much of the attack speed and the life steal is, yeah, um, because yeah. he only gains it for a few seconds, but he's all, but he is immune to crowd control for the rest of the combat, yeah. So he will gain a lot of lifesteal for a few seconds but and he, he will always remain uh immune though um yeah so he's, he's he is a champion where you probably have to maybe not actually burst him but hold out um have high enough health and then you can burst him then after the attack speed and lifesteal was dropped so yeah. um interesting it is actually an interesting ability it has the ability to be incredibly broken but i i don't think it will be and i I quite like it and um we haven't really spoke about glacial but i think as a whole the champions are very 50 50 and that that yeah. that causes very interesting like abilities when it comes to patch notes and stuff which is quite cool
1: i do think the the, the this set of two glacial is will be quite different in terms of viability compared to set one glacial
0: i would definitely agree um you can talk about this one, Ryan, um, because I'll let you actually have the good news.
1: We've got a ranger which isn't set one. Yay! I mean,
0: and it's I quite like this. Um, uh,
1: poison ranger. Guess who it is? It's Twitch. Um, um, Twitch's ability is it's his ult from the normal. Mm-hmm. Twitch get Twitch temporarily gains infinite range. And his attacks become piercing bolts that fly through their targets to the end of the board, damaging all enemies they pass. Love it. So, it's kind of like a virus, which it goes all the way through, but it's auto. It's a
0: better virus. I love it's it.
1: Be- it's a better virus, exactly. I
0: actually like. I actually really like this ability. Um, I think, obviously, we're getting into the stronger abilities with cost four, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the, that's a perfect game changing ability where if you are going poison or you're going ranger and I feel like people will go ranger um, this could be very very good um, yeah, especially agree. with the attack speed buff because the range is the exact same so the chances of you um, increasing your attack speed for three seconds especially when you have the, prey, the, the praying spray activated could be deadly Definitely. you want to talk about this one, Ryan?
1: Uh, the last what?
0: one of, t- of cost four.
1: This is another summoner. This is Yorick. A light summoner. Not the traits I would have gone for.
0: That's very or, fair.
1: He's it's, it's called Shepherd of Souls. Yorick blesses several of, this, of his lowest health allies, reviving them as a minion of light when they die. More star level. Uh, so the, the high tier is. The more targets, so it's, it's, it is. It is. Is all from the normal game where he gets the. But it's not. It's not a ghost anymore. But it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. This is interesting.
0: It's this is this is the on death ability which you didn't expect would happen. No, but this is an on. This is an on death ability. It is, but
1: not, for, but not for Yorick, but for the other people.
0: Yeah, it's. I I don't know what to think about. Like so obviously you know this may be alien to a lot of people but this reminds me of you know when Yu-Gi-Oh started being let's not keep all the cards on the table let's send them to the graveyard cuz that makes me more stronger and it was when people started using the graveyard to kind of like actually buff them and win the games through the graveyard. This feels like that version in TFT with Yorick where it's like actually the aim is to get all your champions, your light champions, off the field because then they can come back and do more damage. I don't like it, but I can understand it. Yeah. Um, The purist in me doesn't like this ability. However, I know that if I play it and it works, I will love it
1: we're gonna move into the big ones have... the big we ones have... we only have five more units we do so i i'll take this first one master ye is a shadow mystic blade master not so... an
0: assassin
1: um they could have gone either way with it i think yeah so but this isn't the master Yi ability what you know, you call this, but it wasn't the one I thought it'd be.
0: It is. I actually called this one. They listen. This is where they are listening to us. They are like because they've they've kept Warwick. They've buffed Volleybar for what it looks like could be very broken, and they actually put the Master E one in. So I'm just saying, yeah. So
1: Master E becomes untargetable and significantly heals himself over a few seconds after channeling his ta- His attacks temporarily deal bonus magic damage on hit
0: i think this is really good however it like and again obviously this is what we're reading and then obviously from what i'm seeing on the pbe but this isn't a champion which i've seen much on the pbe it seems like one of the weaker tier fives out there i can see that um the ability doesn't scream tier five to me Obviously it will be it will be a T five in the in the sense that it will be a very strong it'll have a lot of heal, I'm guessing. Um
1: yeah. but I'm guessing also the fact that it's a three trait piece.
0: Yeah. Will fit, will also be very good, yeah.
1: Like it'll like fit into a lot of comps. Maybe his ability's not the best, but he he's very versatile.
0: Yes. Nami Here I'm we go. Like, I like this one. So, Nami sends a massive wave towards a random enemy, damaging and knocking up enemies it passes through, and granting allies it passes through, bonus magic damage on hit. So, in brief, it knocks up enemies, deals damage, and then also other allies gain bonus magic damage. I love it.
1: Yeah, I think the bonus magic damage gained is massive.
0: I think that's more than the damage it gives. It's all about the knock up and the bonus. You you. While this isn't a mage, um, you get a mage onto it. You turn it into a mage. I think you've done some. You're going to do some pretty good things with it.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, Singed is the most interesting tier five champion.
1: At, has his own trait, which is an alchemist, which I
0: love. They've proper blitz cranked him. Um so singe passively leaves a poison cloud behind in damages enemy who stand in it it's what we all expected singe to be now the you know what we'll, we'll talk about alchemist the alchemist uh class now yeah because we'll get it out of the way yeah
1: yeah
0: alchemist basically means that they don't collide with any champions so they basically walk through champions and they don't have any collisions uh, the reason why they've done this is purely for the ability of Singe, where he can leave the Poison Cloud behind anywhere in the uh, in the field. It seems like he just basically moves around, you know? Yeah. Which I I really like that. And I think the fact that the, they've done it where they've kind of just... Literally, they've made a class for him just so it, it can work, this ability. And I quite like that.
1: Yeah, I do like that. It makes him very... Unique. Very, yeah, yeah, very unique. He must be tanky though.
0: Must be. I, I think he is. I think he will be. Yeah. Do do you want to talk about this one?
1: Ooh, Tarek. He 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 is the level five warden. Or the tier five warden even. His abilities after a delay, Tarek and all nearby enemies become invulnerable for a few seconds, so it's his ult yes now i've seen
0: how broken this is and it's how big it's the... three hex radius
1: so that can that could cover your entire team. uh
0: no sorry it's a two hex radius but it can cover a lot like so i like it i it, it's i would say a better version of kindred's ult. in in like tier, set one kindred i think it's a better version there is a channel like it says after a delay uh but i i really really like this it, it is the old and i think it's a it's a good champion to have in tarik and he's it's good to have i would say um a bit like with nami a supportive cost five unit to have in we didn't have many of them we didn't have i would say any of them in uh set one Uh, maybe pantheon but he was still more damage and only really um supportive to dragon or guardian you know so i guess yeah. the unless you build guardian but the like basically tarik is 100 percent a support champion uh yeah. in t- a tier five and i like that i want to talk about this one go for it this is very much i would say could be incredibly broken uh, uh,
1: from what i've seen it is very broken
0: <laughs> yes 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 uh i have there is a video and i'm gonna shout him out disguised toast I haven't watched the video, so I don't know how clickbaity it is. But generally, he doesn't clickbait that well, that bad. The clickbait's very well, but it's just not in a bad way. Um, there was one where it's like he got twenty-five Zeds uh, in the in his PBE, and it broke the game essentially. But I, you watch it, and you'll find out if he actually did or not. A bit of a bit of a plug there. Now. The reason why this is, is because Zed, who is an electric summoner assassin, another summoner, we've gotta love him. Um Zed creates an identical clone of himself behind the current target, copying his items as well. This clone can also cast Living Lightning, which is the ability. So this champion has the ability to clone itself. So and and that clone can clone itself.
1: It that, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
0: You put a, um, a Zeraf on that thing. I would be surprised if this. It must have a high. I don't actually know the manner of it. And to be fair. If it's low. It, I think it will be changed. But. There must be certain items. You're not allowed on this champion. But that is all of them Ryan. That is the champions. And so there we have it. That is part one of our mega Bonus episode, but not a bonus episode. Massive set two rundown. Next up we're gonna go through the origins and traits. I'm guessing that it's probably not as long as what the champion one is, but hopefully you guys enjoy it. We'll also be talking about any new news in terms of set two which has come out. We're all on the set two hype train. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. If you wanna listen to, well, us more, then don't forget to watch the listen to the rest of the podcast. Um, If there's anything you want us to improve on, if anything you want us to mention in the future, any topics which you would like to be discussed throughout, maybe do something about comps, then don't forget to talk to us about it. You can contact me at the Tom Daniels, you can contact my lovely co-host Ryan at EU Harwood. You can also follow our Twitter at Gromp News if you want to look at some uh, League of Legends written content as well. But that is all from us at the Gromp News TFT podcast for now. But part two is coming very, very soon. We'll see you all in a bit.